0: Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers, Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types like I am sure I am, to ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul as I did mine from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. And we'll talk more in other podcasts about what limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms are, but basically there are things that I grew up with that have had me believing things that I now no longer believe are true or now no longer serve me, I guess is the best way to put it. So today we are going to uh, seriously go down a rabbit hole, if you will. The subject of today's podcast is the illusion of time. And I want to talk about how we perceive time now. If I was my, my earlier self, you know, five years ago, listening to a podcast like this, I'd be saying, Mike, who the heck, who gives a rip, right? I've got enough problems trying to figure out how to get my kid to baseball and walk the dog at the same time, let alone be worried about the illusion of time. So how does knowing about this serve me? And my answer to that, my understanding of that now is that things are just not maybe as we as we've always thought them to be. And so, I ponder these these type of questions now because all kinds of spiritual things have become apparent or aware to me, and time is, time is one of them. And it, learning about this is probably not going to give you more time to take care of your baseball games and the dog, but it will give you something to think about in terms of a broader perspective on life. And that understanding has gained me clarity and it's gained me internal peace. So that's why I want to talk about it first of all, what do I mean by the illusion of time? We accept things. I've always accepted things. There's a past, there's a present, and there's a future. And to us as human beings, it just makes sense. There's a past, present, future, and that's just the way things are. However, I've come to believe in some other realities about time, in that time is an illusion that we created here just in our little earth experience that we're going through. And that in the big concept of things, the universe, heaven if you will, but the universe is that everything happens at once. There is no past, present, or future in terms of where God is or where the universe is or where our souls come from. And when you start thinking about this concept, man, it blows me away uh, because everything that can ever possibly happen has already happened if it's happening now. So yeah, it's pretty weird. And I know that (laughs) this is a wormhole, but the way I've heard it explained to me is that, you know, say you're playing catch with your your son and you you have the baseball in your hand and you throw it in the air and your son catches it. So when you have it in your hand, that's a moment in time. And the time that it takes to get to the glove of your son is measured in seconds. So there's a present, there's a past. In... The universe, outside of this earth experience, it all happens at once. You just think about it, and the ball's there. You just think about it, and it's already happened. And that concept is, of course, very difficult for us to understand because it's very foreign to what we observe around us every day. On the spirit side, I think there's something called thought creation. Interestingly enough, as I've read a lot of books in the past three or four years trying to better understand the spirit now that I've gone through the soul unleashed process. There are a lot of people that talk about when they speak on the, about the spirit side, that there's something called just thought creation. You think about it and it's there. I thought this was really weird. Actually, when I first started reading this, I forget the name of the book, but it was someone who was talking with her son in spirit and he, and she was asking him, obviously what's it like being in spirit? And he was explaining that whatever he wanted, he just created or he thought about it. So he wanted to have a house by the ocean, and he remembered his childhood home, and that's where he was basically living, unquote, in, in, in the spirit world. That's where he chose to be. And he could conjure up or, or create in thought foods that he wanted or pets that he remembered. Anything that he wanted was immediately there when he thought about it. It appeared inst- instantly. And that's called thought creation and i guess what we have on earth is what you might call thought creation in slow motion it just doesn't work work that way now things thoughts do become things on earth in this life but not the way it happens on the spirit side it doesn't happen instantly so one example again that i've seen used before is it takes several steps to to achieve that here in this in this world so for example if you want to get an apple you've got to get in your car, find your keys, drive to the store, buy the apple, come back home, come back in the house, and then you've got the apple in your hand, and you can eat the apple. On the spirit side, if you want an apple, it appears in your hand instantly through thought creation. And apparently the reason we don't have thought creation here on earth is because things are supposed to happen very slowly to give our soul a chance to understand all the events in our lives and how our actions affect others. And that's all part of the experience of being here on Earth. Yeah, I know, this is pretty <laughs> this is pretty weird stuff. But the more I thought about it, the more I've studied about it, and I've seen it. You know, I, I didn't realize what I was even reading sometimes. I read these other books about people talking about what it's like in the spirit world. And books that go back to the 20th century, the 18th century, there's people that describe these things this way, that they create things with their mind, in the spirit world they want to live in a certain place they just create it now i've also heard it described that you are able to do that in the spirit world because that's what your soul needs when you pass from this life to the next sometimes it's traumatic sometimes you miss your family sometimes you still miss people in the spirit world and you can recreate those things instantly with thought but eventually as you go through a life review process and you heal if you will from what happened in this life you no longer need those things. That's a whole separate podcast, honestly, about what happens in the spirit world. I don't, I'm don't. i sure as heck not an expert about that, but I've just read a lot of different things about what supposedly happens. So anyway, the illusion of linear time on the earth plane is to allow souls to view our events in slow motion as a learning tool. And that helps us better appreciate the effect of our decisions on others. And it gives us a better understanding of the experience that we're going through well, in, in this earth plane, in this earth experience. Now, the idea that really kind of blows me away is the idea that everything that has happened in the past, everything that's happening in the future, is all happening now in the present, outside of this earth experience. And that's where I get the concept of everything that could happen, might happen, has already happened. There's a concept called the block universe, which I've come across. And the block universe is the concept that You know, we all know about three dimensions, length, width, and depth, but there is a fourth dimension in this concept called time, and that, so those four blocks make a a, a cube, basically, and so it's called a block universe concept, But, but that is just a construct that we go through while we're here on Earth. Now, if everything that can possibly happen has already happened, my initial thought was, what does that mean about free will? How do we still decide what it is we want to do? Well, there's the concept of multiple universes on top of that. So, and this really blows you away. (laughs) If everything that can possibly happen has already happened, then everything that we could possibly decide to do has already happened. So, for example, if you're driving down the street and you decide to go right instead of left, there is an alternate universe that's created at that decision point where had you gone left, something else would have happened and, and a whole different life may have occurred so every every instant that you're living and making decisions, it's all free will, but what, what you could have done continues to happen. There's uh, some type of Sanskrit word for this, I forget what it is, but there's multiple, an infinite number of universes that are occurring because it takes into account all possibilities. But that's why you still have free will, you're still deciding what to do while you're going through all, the, all the, your life and there's multiple universes that are being created by every thought you have, every decision that you have. Yes, I know, this is completely uh, completely out there. And, you know, knowing all this and uh, $3 will get you a cup of coffee at McDonald's. But I found it extremely interesting and it's certainly a perspective I had never considered. Of course, I, I wondered, you know, how the heck can someone like me, a, a human being, understand this concept? And one of the books I was reading, it's called uh, Dancing on a Stamp, I think. It's not terribly well-known, but a very interesting book, by the way. I'll put this in the show notes. But in, in there, in Dancing on a Stamp, the person speaking says, it's not important that you understand this concept now while you're going through your Earth experience. You understood this concept before you incarnated, and you'll understand this reality once again when you return to the spirit side. So while you're on earth you must accept the fact that you have to live within the limitations of your human mind that restrict your ability to comprehend fully about how this concept works. And I'm I'm prepared to uh to accept that and and be uh, you know worry about the baseball game and the dog. But it is an amazing for me. It's an amazing concept and an amazing perspective and and further's the the belief that I've come to adhere to, I suppose, that we make the decision to incarnate in this life. We make the decision to come here. We understand what the risks are and we come into this life. The cool thing also about that is, you know, when you start talking about other lives, they're all happening at the same time, which also blows my, blows my mind. So I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I've, uh, I've been in sessions where I've been told I had other lives, you know, as a soldier in different periods and I was a flamingo dancer back in Spain all those lives are happening at the same time, and so you've, you may have heard the concept it's possible to influence the past with the present. That's another whole wormhole. But anyway, that's just a concept I wanted to talk about today. The the illusion of time and how it's used on Earth, and thoughts do become things here on Earth. I, I mention it all the time, and the term is manifestation. Thoughts do become things here on Earth, but the illusion of time is that we think that there's a past, present, and a future, but all there really is is present. So I'll put some references in the, uh, in the show notes. Again, you know, how does this serve you to know this or to, to believe this? It might just uh, tickle you to the point where you want to read more about it. For me, it just expanded my perspective, expanded my understanding of what might be possible. I don't think this is in the Bible. Uh, I haven't been able to find anything in the Bible about the concept or the, the illusion of time. And, you know, I, th- I guess some people think because it's not in the Bible that it's nonsense. And I I appreciate and understand that. But I also think that if Jesus had tried to explain this concept to, to the apostles, you know, it would have been like me trying to explain physics to a dog. There's just no way that you can grasp this. And it's difficult for us now, even though we have all the recent history and science about atoms and what makes up everything is, is is moving. Everything's in motion. Everything is a collection of electrons and neutrons and whatever in uh, quantum physics. And we still don't understand this concept. So anyway, the illusion of time, I believe it's possible. And I believe that we're living in it as part of our, our human, human life. If you'd like to, uh, to reach me or comment on this, I'd appreciate it just mike at mike and if you'd like to, uh, to visit my website it's just mike nicholas.com i appreciate your input and of course any reviews that you could leave for this podcast i'd appreciate it. you can leave a review on itunes or apple Podcasts, i guess it's called now um, spotify you can just follow me but thank you and i look forward to speaking to you again next tuesday bye-bye